Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hi, welcome to the show. We're going to get started here in just a second. But first, if you're looking for the most convenient way to listen to this podcast, The Bob Seska Show, I have a solution for you. The Patreon app for your smartphone is the best way to stay up to date with new shows, and it's the best way to listen, too. Here's why. Every time there's a new episode, you're going to get an automatic alert on your phone, notifications for the free shows on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and notifications for the Friday after party and the post-mortem shows, too. You can listen at home or in the car with a couple of swipes, and you can join our community of listeners in the comments under each episode. Subscribe for as little as $1 a month at bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Thank you for supporting this completely independent podcast, and now let the cartoons begin. Recorded live in the USA, covering the whole wide world. Right on! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I pulled a tooth the size of a shot glass out of the rectal of a boat out there, and it was the tooth of a great white. It was Ben Gardner's boat. It was all chewed up. I helped tow it in. You, sh- you should have seen him. Where, where is that tooth? Did you see it, Broden? No, I didn't see it. He, he dropped it. Yeah, I had an accident. Way in. And what did you say the name of this shark is? It's a carcarid and carcarius. It's a great white. You don't have the tooth. Look, we depend on the summer people here for our very lives. You are not going and to have the summer unless beaches, you deal with this problem. We're not only going to have to close the beach, we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark. I mean, we're going to have to tell the Coast Guard. Mr. Foreman, you have to contact the shark We're going to have to put extra deputies on because you have to the world is going to come in here. I don't even think one of you are familiar with our problems. I think that I am familiar with the fact that you are going to ignore this particular problem until it swims up and bites you on the ass. Now, wait a second, wait a second. There are two ways to deal with this problem. You're either going to kill this animal or you're going to cut off its food supply. Larry, we have to close the beaches. Bob Seska. Eat shit, Bob. Hey, what? Wait a second. Not a very nice way to start the show, John. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, July 20, 2021, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 182 of the Biden-Harris administration, 476 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska and on Twitter at BobSeska underscore go. And here he is, it's Buzz. You said Buzz oh, man. You said it all. I almost triggered the Goth Ninjas sound. That would have been a major, major faux pas here to start the show with. Hi. Roberto, Roberto, hello, how are you? <laughs> hi, how are you? <laughs> hi, hi, Bob, hi, everybody. 
Uh, he's Bob. Mm-hmm. I'm Buzz, and uh, we're here to remove the Israeli spyware from your phone. <laughs> Simply yes, downloading are. the show does it. It's it, amazing. It's uh, yeah. I, I see the pandemic had a nice uh, what two week summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we played the Jaws thing at the top. We're back to that again. I, I know it's already back, and I'm just now getting its postcard. <laughs> and the COVID situation, uh, meanwhile, is serious everywhere. But in Tokyo, it's it's so serious. Yep. Uh, better than winning an Olympic gold medal this year is getting kicked out for smoking pot. That's the big prize. Yes, it eyes, is. <laughs> eyes, red eyes on the prize. Um, and speaking of sports, uh, Saturday's Nationals-Padres game oh, yeah. had to be suspended uh, because of gunfire just outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. I think, I believe, this is the first time baseball has ever been interrupted by our national pastime. Perfect, perfect joke. That's a perfect joke. Perfect, perfect, perfect joke. Okay. It's your bitter bite of the week, uh, if you don't count this one. In response to uh, reports that Subway's tuna salad contains no tuna DNA, Subway has responded by saying, well, that's to be expected since uh, we uh, our tuna is denatured. Uh I feel, I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better knowing that any nature that existed in the tuna before has now been completely removed. Smells like dirty dish rags. Eat fresh. Yeah. Uh, You know, Bob, uh, people, uh, and this happens more than I can tell you, uh, people Mm. stop me on the street and they say, Buzz, where do you get the jokes? (laughs) Three words. Bazooka Joe Comics. The Bob Seska Show. Yeah, you know, those of you who are born in the 40s know exactly what that means. All right, here's a classic from Rocky Mountain Mike. Some boys kiss me, some boys hug me. I think they're okay. If they don't show me test results, then I just walk away. <laughs> they can't cough and they can't sneeze if they've been on a flight. That's right. Because the boy with the surgical mask is always Mr. A virus. Man, that's timely. That's that's a good one to bring back. Oh, Mary, Mary in Ann Arbor. Thank you, Mary. Every time I say the name Mary, I gotta say it as Jimmy Stewart. Mary, Mary. I lasso the moon for you, Mary. Uh, before we dig into Jeff Bezos and his flying penis, uh, let's talk about something that I, I noticed on your Facebook page, Mr. Burbank. Uh, yes. Something oh, quite yes. amazing and touching and yes. uh, special, historic. You received, in honor of your late dad, mm-hmm. Donald Elston, you received mm-hmm. a proclamation signed by the president. When I first saw that, I was like, 
Oh, is this some sort of website that you can go to and you can put your name in and it makes yeah, like no. a fake proclamation from the president? But no, this was real. How did you end up doing this? Well, I just have to, you know, it, it, with the help of the funeral home, uh, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, uh, you know, made note of the fact that he was a veteran. Uh, he got some military honors at his funeral. Mm -hmm. uh, I received his folded flag uh, from the coffin and... Uh, you know, and there were uh, there were uniformed uh, uh, people there uh, who I thank Air Force, uh, which was his branch of the service. I thanked them for their service and wow. for being there that day. And uh, he got a I think the VFW put a medallion on his uh, grave marker here oh, recently. And, and then this thing arrived in the mail and, and uh, because the funeral home had applied for it, asked for it. And uh, as a matter of routine and these things are are, in fact, mass-produced. But if you look closely at the photograph, you can see that uh, that's real gold emboss at the at the top. Yeah. And, yeah, there is that typo where they transpose <laughs> the middle two. And now you're going right to the punchline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they misspelled my dad's first name, which oh, was man. Donald, which was the name of the previous president. So yeah, that's, which is... I, maybe that's a... But it is personally signed, and you know he signs stacks of this stuff while he's thinking sure. about something else. But but yeah. uh, but it is his signature, and it's it's signed uh, J.R. Biden Jr., yeah. uh, President of the United States. And yeah, it came with that misspelling. Uh, a replacement is on its way. I will keep and honor both of these forever. Yeah, um, uh, this is an amazing thing. But yeah, mm -hmm. and, and I'm sorry if I spoiled your version of the story. <laughs> but uh, oh, no, this, okay. this this came this came uncreased and unfolded, and and uh, yeah, suitable for framing. First name was uh, misspelled. It says Donald. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. A and the N were transposed on or the Donald name. or something like that. Uh, yeah. But it was easy for you to go back and get a corrected version. See that to me, I would see well, this and I would go, "Oh my god, I can't even the bureaucracy that would have to be overcome is, well, yeah, to get a, it, a revised copy." It could take a couple of months, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. I mean, uh, my dad passed in May, and this is now uh, late July. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it will take a little time. But, you know, I'm not going anywhere uh, yeah. that I know of. So uh, th that'll be fine. I, I'll be excited, and I think it'll probably be... You know, I think I'll probably frame it with the mistake underneath the uh, the, the corrected version. <laughs> That's but, right. So that I, it'll always it, be kept. Right, and the mistake version is more valuable now on the open market. Yeah. So when you, when yeah. you eventually go to sell it on eBay, you can get more money for the uh, mistake version. Isn't <laughs> right, that the, right. isn't I'm sure this is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, and I, I'm, you know, like your dad's name in this case would have been printed by a machine and somebody just... Uh, transpose the letters right it's a, it's a typo it's yeah, yeah simply a typo yeah. well see that's the upside of having a name like bob it's very easy to uh get that you one can right reverse it you can reverse, <laughs> reverse it. it it's hard yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> right and that you know right. what that brings up uh, an interesting uh side note here yes uh I, I was i got into a some ridiculous fight with someone on twitter and you know what in hindsight <laughs> no that never happened yeah well you know i felt bad about it after the fact because she seemed like <laughs> Like she was really hurt by some trolls who were attacking her or something oh. like that. And so I, I felt really bad about that. But at the same time, I was like, uh, I was explaining because we were talking about anonymity on Twitter and whether it's okay right. to use an anonymous handle on social media. Uh, and without getting into my view on all of that, because that's going to open a whole other can of worms I don't feel like dealing with right now. But I mentioned that because my dad and I share the same name, right. there was a, an Alex Jones disciple also a oh. Sandy Hook truther who oh. showed up one time at my dad's front door oh, God. thinking that it was my front door. 
And he had all kinds of additional evidence of the Sandy Hook conspiracy and all of that uh-huh. crap. He was the guy who was stealing the memorial signs in Newtown that oh had been God. put up in honor of the victims of Sandy Hook. And again, because I have the same name as my dad, this guy tried to track me down and ended up landing at my dad's place of all places. And so that scared the hell out of me. Just speaking of us having the same name, whenever that comes up, I go right to that incident. Uh, You know, I would much rather have the guy come and knock at my actual door than my dad's door, for God's sake. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of the various things that must have gone and have since gone through your dad's head about that. Yeah, because there are are a couple of ways that can go. Well, the the good news is that between me and my dad and our late friend Ches Pazienza, who wrote about the incident in the Daily Banter, you can still I still have the story. Yeah, 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 you can still read about it. I think you can still find it on Google. Well, that guy ended up going to jail, not necessarily because he was harassing my dad, but because he was stealing all of those Sandy Hook signs and vandalizing the place. So that was that was a great news, a great result, great. uh, End game of the entire sordid story. But that was years and years ago. It was like 2013, 2014, I think, somewhere in there. And God, that was terrifying. Okay. Yeah. So let's see here. Um, Speaking of terrifying. <laughs> yeah, well, this is. Bring out your dad. <laughs> Bring out your dad. That's right. We got to get to COVID here in a second. Uh, but meantime, uh, Jeff Bezos, everyone's talking about it right now on uh, social media. Jeff Bezos yeah. went into space today in a suborbital flight aboard his flying dick and uh i don't know if it was intentional to make the <laughs> make the spacecraft look like a dick but it looked like a dick it looked like a dick and balls you, you have a bald headed man <laughs> who has created a rocket in his own image you 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 decide well the ship is called blue origin and there's well there's nothing sexual about that I, I mean, well i was wondering if it was going to be straight or curved <laughs> Yes, and if he had a curved rocket ship, you know, his doctor can help him out with that. I've seen all kinds of ads on MSNBC for Peroni's disease. The ship is, in fact, straight, but it did, uh, the flight did end like 35, 40 seconds sooner than it was supposed to have. Yeah. So uh, it, it it was straight, but it didn't last. <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't keep it up very long, frankly. That's right. Well, look, I mean, whenever there's an historic space flight, you know me, Buzz, I got to go listen to the audio coming from Mission Control because that's Uh some of the most exciting coverage. You're not going to get that from a reporter, someone on the ground watching the the space flight. Mm -hmm. You want to get the inside scoop from Mission Control. Right. Well, I I've got a little bit of that audio, a little bit oh, of the mission really? control audio. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah, this is kind of an exclusive. Colonel, you better take a look at this radar. What is it, son? <laughs> I don't know, sir. But it looks like a giant dick. Yeah. <laughs> take a look out of starboard. Oh my god, it looks like a huge pecker. Oh yeah. Wait, that's not a woodpecker, it looks like Mission Control. We have reports of an unidentified flying object! It is a long, smooth shaft, complete with two balls. What is that? That looks just like an enormous wang. Pay attention. I was distracted by that enormous flying. Willie. Yeah. What's that? Six. Well, it looks like a giant penis. The male reproductive organ, also known as tallywhacker, schlong, or wiener. Any of you kids want another wiener? Dad. What's that? I don't know, son, but it's got great big nuts. Not salty nuts. Still going. Who wants some Lord Almighty? 
That looks just like my husband's. One-eyed monster. Step right up and see the one-eyed monster. Ah! <laughs> one-eyed hey, monster. What's that? It looks like a big... Woody! Woody Harrelson? Can I have your autograph? Sure, no problem. <clears throat> oh, my lord. Look at that thing. So big. Oh, I've seen bigger. That's just a little prick. See, amazing. Your kids are going to be asking you of where you were <laughs> when Jeff Bezos launched a penis into space. Oh, we're we're six years old. That's right. <laughs> and I was I was absolutely going to let that one play out in its entirety. No way I, I was going to bail and, from that one. And see, I'm all enlightened and everything, and I I you know <laughs> I know better than to laugh, and yet. Uh, but that was cleverly done, I, yeah. I think. As as, as 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 sixth grade humor goes, at least it was well executed. Yes, well, I mean, what other level of humor are going to apply to Jeff Bezos's <laughs> penis vehicle? Oh my God! Okay, well, in all seriousness, we have uh, a situation here when it comes to uh, COVID, and I don't know what to make of all of this, Buzz. You're going to have to help me out with all. Of it. Yeah, we yeah. we had some conversations a couple of days ago via text message about you know our, our current state of the day. Was it yesterday? Okay, it was yesterday. I know it seems longer <laughs> as your memory tries to suppress it, but you know. And this one threw me for a loop. Uh, I got this news on Saturday, the same time everyone else got the news that these six vaccinated tech. Texas Democrats vaccinated, fully vaccinated. vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. Pfizer vaccines all around. Mm -hmm. They ended up testing positive for COVID, and it really, yeah, yeah, the Delta variant. And the problem is that uh, now I feel like, geez, we're vulnerable. But should I? Was this something that was exceedingly rare, or is this something we should actually be concerned about? I'm really trying to grapple with this. I think it's something we should actually be concerned about. What is it? What does it mean for those six people? Let's let's start with that. Let's start small. What it means for those six people is they may or may not get, uh, they they likely won't get any symptoms at all. That's Mm -hmm. the great thing about this. They certainly won't be going to the hospital, and they certainly won't be dying, and it's all because they got the vaccines. Uh, What they got was the Delta variant, which is 50% 50% more contagious than yep. the original and more virulent. Uh, it's got a higher virus level, higher higher viral load in it. It's a very potent uh, form. And uh, what it could leave any of those six people with are the same long-term effects mm-hmm. that they might experience, heart, brain, or lungs, pr- three pretty important organs in your body. I would say so. Uh, uh, that can endure damage from the Delta variant of the COVID virus. Uh, 83% of the new cases are among people who uh, were, were not vaccinated. 99% of the people in hospitals or dying uh, have not been vaccinated. Uh, somebody suggested today that uh, we should be constantly posting two numbers for everybody to see. One is the number of people who died today unvaccinated and the number of people who died today vaccinated. Yeah. And uh, a, a score, a daily score of something like 743 to 2, I think would help convey the message. Uh, you know, certainly that's what this person proposed, uh, that, that it is way more dangerous. It's up 700%. It's up. It's, it's tripled in the last three weeks. It's doubled in the last week, mm-hmm. uh, the, the number of infections around the country. Uh, I've heard either 48 or 50 states uh, in which cases are on the rise. And uh, in Florida, uh, where I am right now, how do I feel about going out? Well, uh, let me put it this way. Uh, Florida has 5.5% of the nation's population. 
and 20% of the new COVID cases. As far as I'm concerned, when I heard about those Texas Democrats coming down or being at least contracting the virus in D.C., I I said to myself and to my wife, that's it. We're in lockdown again. This house, this house is now back in lockdown the pandemic is back on. And and at the same time, I'm seeing ads on TV saying, now that everything's opened up again, get out and enjoy. You know, and we're Ugh. sending we're sending the wrong messages at exactly the wrong time. Uh we we have a very dangerous situation now. And as if that weren't enough, I mean I I I was I was venting to Bob yesterday privately. Uh about my own fears and concerns. You know, yeah. I'm usually the great optimist. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, the numbers are not good at all. And now, as if the Delta variant weren't enough, the Lambda virus, we're down to the L in the Greek alphabet, oh, we're down Jesus. to the Lambda virus. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we're down to Lambda anyway. I, not that I claim to understand that alphabet, but uh, <laughs> we're, we've moved on to Lam- the, the Lambda variant, which has already been detected here in the U.S. <clears throat> I don't mean to just, what was it Joe Biden said so well? It was, uh, I'm not saying this to alarm you, but I'm saying you should be alarmed. Uh, yeah. uh, the monkey bee virus. And, you know, I'm going to be, this is sad because <laughs> the monkey, monkey pox. <laughs> when, when not used in a racist way, monkey has been a universally funny word. It's got a, <laughs> it's got a K yeah. in it. And comedians have always known that words with a K sound in it the k sound are funny words monkey monkey and the image it makes us laugh it makes everybody laugh monkey's always been funny this is going to wreck it for everybody always the the monkey bee virus has killed a chinese veterinarian so it's the first time a human's been infected and or killed by the monkey bee virus meanwhile (sighs) a guy who flew from nigeria to a hospital uh to dallas is now hospitalized with monkey pox Nice. These this this isn't the only virus out there, and this one's continuing to mutate because we still have too much of the population that isn't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm delivering uh, to our friends this week a much grimmer message than I was delivering last week, saying if you're vaccinated, you're fine. Well, you're fine in the sense that you're not going to the hospital and you're not going to die. Yeah. I, I don't, we don't know what the long-term effects of that infection might be, even if you have no symptoms at the time of contraction. It's time to mask, social distance, wash your hands. Don't go out unless necessary. This is just me talking, I, 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 but this is my policy. Now, I'm, I'm shrinking back in after two, what seemed like two weeks vacation for the virus, as they said in the monologue. It's over, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. It was a short break. It was nice while it lasted. I was telling people at the time, because I could sort of see this coming, enjoy it while it lasts. Well, yeah, yeah. when I heard about those Congress, those uh, Texas Democrats being infected, I just said to myself, that's it, it's over. The thing that I'm grappling with, though, is uh, the difference between the number of people who have gotten COVID who are unvaccinated versus the number of people who are vaccinated, where you were talking about uh, just a few seconds ago with regard to that, the adjoining statistics. And it seems like the vaccinated infection rate is minuscule compared to the unvaccinated infection right. rate. Right. Oh, indeed. And, and so the concern is, um, are we, and this is the thing that I'm always grappling with, because on one hand, my common sense is going, okay, well, we got to go back to being safe again and doing all those things. But on the other hand, I'm going, are the odds really stacked against us? I mean, are the odds showing that if we don't take the proper precautions, are we then 
opening ourselves up to getting this Delta variant. I'm just I'm I'm wondering about the odds, and I'm not saying that that makes any ne- difference to me necessarily. The, the but, odds depend on how safe you are. For yeah. example, uh, as a vaccinated person, mm-hmm. you can be in a closed room with yeah. other fully vaccinated people, and oh, nobody yeah. has to wear a mask or social distance. Right. If you are in a closed space or a close space with people who are not vaccinated uh you uh, definitely should wear a mask and you'd hope they would as well uh and definitely social distance yeah, yeah. uh that's that and, it's, and when you walk through a crowd or a mall or whatever it is you do mm-hmm. I, you know as an outdoor street fair uh, uh as i did recently um, avoid tighter clusters of people. I'm not talking about just avoid shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. I'm talking anytime you see a group of too many people too close together, outdoors is safer, but not completely safe, yeah. especially yeah. under those conditions. Right. So it's fully dependent. The chances of picking it up if you're vaccinated mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. dependent on how much risk you take, how many well, chances what you we, take. Well, because it is so contagious, what we've learned is even the vaccinated can pick up the virus. Yes. They won't get sick. They won't get, uh, usually, don't get sick from it. Mm-hmm. Almost never get hospitalized and virtually never die from it because of the vaccine That's right. that has, has saved them, has prepared their body for that, uh, at least partly for that infection. Uh, but again, I worry uh, about the, what I, I read something uh, also in, in the research for this that, uh, apparently you're, you you could just still just as with the original virus you could still have these long-term effects on the heart mm-hmm. the lungs and oh, the yeah. brain mm-hmm. uh even if you never had any if no symptom at all uh from it uh these things can still happen because the virus got into you and it damages these organs yeah and that's my biggest concern my biggest because uh, i feel like and i'm not bragging when i say this i have a fairly robust yes, you are. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying not to, but uh-huh. I have a fairly robust immune system. I very seldom get sick, and uh, that doesn't. I'm not using that as an excuse by any means. But I feel like if I get it, my symptoms at the very worst will be relatively mild. But I am deeply concerned about the long-term side effects: dementia, as we talked about on uh, last week's Tuesday show. We talked or worse, about, yeah, yeah. We talked about all other kinds of. Uh, negative effects that it'll have on the body in the long run, and that's what mm-hmm. scares the hell out of me. That's the thing, the unknown. It's the question mark here. It's still and then, new. Yeah, and then what kind of long-term side effects do the variants present? I mean, that doesn't even take into consideration they, the, uh, they the appear variant. to be the, They appear to be the same as the original. Like I said, what's different about this is mm-hmm. its contagion level and its viral load. Yeah. Uh, in those ways, it it's no more risky uh, than the original. It's a symptom. It's its effects are no different than the original. It's just better at getting into you, and it's a little bit. How do I say it's stronger without saying it makes you sicker? Because it doesn't yeah. make you sicker, but it is a more robust uh, virus. Yeah, uh, yeah. At, at that point, so it's just it's a little bit uh, tougher to fight. I and and if you do. Uh, pick up the virus again even with no symptoms as with the original you could pass it on to others so mm-hmm. you, you want to think about the, the risks that you're taking on their behalf as yeah. well yeah well and what they need to do is come up with some sort of alternative name for the powerful variants where the delta variant oh, now we're all the uh, way down to the land of variants, like just, the, the super covid or something like that no, I, they, let's just call them all republican variants <laughs> they're, they're all that's right the fox variants. news variants i like that yeah, one too yeah. 
Yeah. And speaking of that, and this kind of leads into what I'm about to play from Tucker Carlson here, because of oh uh, the fact that some vaccinated people are getting this is mm. also fueling Fox News's talking points, specifically yep. Tucker Carlson's talking points. And he's yeah. basically saying that, well, this isn't just a virus of the unvaccinated. Now this is a virus of the vaccinated in his ridiculous condescending tone of voice. And so this is fueling that. And I'm not saying what he's saying is accurate or true. It's not it's the not. case at all. This is a, right. the problem is 100% with the unvaccinated because the unvaccinated are COVID factories. They are variant factories. They are creating new and stronger variants of this already powerful virus. And that's the truth behind all of this. So I set that up as the mm -hmm. preface to what I'm about okay. to play. And I decided, you know what? <laughs> I I went to the pet store the other day, masked. I wore a mask. Good and for I, you. And I, I picked myself up a tiny Tucker. Remember, we used to play tiny Trump all the yeah. time. And I kept tiny Trump in a little cigar box with so, some cedar chips. Yeah, in the closet. So this was a, this was a rescue. Then. Yes, I rescued yeah, okay. a tiny right. Tucker. So I got a... <laughs> I got a Tiny Tucker here, so you won't have to listen to his stupid, stupid voice. Here's Tiny Wonder. Tucker talking about how uh, people continue to lie about the vaccine. We're not saying there's no benefit to the vaccine. There may well be profound benefits to the vaccine. Our mind is open and has been from the first day. We never encourage anyone to take or not to take the vaccine. Okay, first uh, of all, yes, he okay. did encourage people to not take the vaccine. Yes, he did. Second of all, and who is we and our He's talking about plural pronouns here. He's referring to his himself, I guess, as we and our. And Fox News. Interesting. Uh, well, it could be Fox News, but I don't think he speaks for all of Fox News. In fact, I think Fox News wants to walk back some of this stuff, and Tucker is yeah, kind of defying we'll all of that. that. Mm -hmm. But he's, he's referring to himself in the third person plural. So I guess Tucker has his own special pronouns, so he can feel free to shut the fuck up about the everyone else's so he's pronouns. Using, yeah. he's using the royal we. <laughs> That's exactly right. We are not amused. Yeah, yeah. So here's more uh, Tiny Tucker. Obviously, we're not doctors. But we know lying when we see it, and you just saw it. To say again, in unison, and they're all saying it, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated is simply untrue. That's a lie. No, no, that is a lie. What Tucker just said is the lie. This is absolute. as I said before, absolutely a virus of the unvaccinated. That's absolutely the reason we are still in this right now is because of the unvaccinated. The mm -hmm. reason we cannot shake this and we cannot get back to a sense of normalcy in this country is because of the unvaccinated people. And before they were unvaccinated people, they were shirkers and refuseniks running around without masks, going to pool parties and beach parties right. and all the rest of it, being irresponsible and making it awful for everyone, irrespective of whether we were responsible and with our time. And a percentage of the previously known as reluctant, a percentage of them have uh, become rock-hard refuseniks. They, yeah. well, they absolutely will not budge at this point. Right. And the other thing, well, I'm going to get to the other thing here. We'll get back to Tiny, uh, Tiny right. Tucker here. There's a massive discrepancy between that political talking point, which is exactly what it is. Thank you, Rochelle Walensky. Thank you, President Biden. And what the data in a bunch of different countries are showing. Someone needs to explain that. Tell us the truth. People can handle it. Okay, so what they're trying to do 
is they're trying to say that because, once again, because vaccinated people are getting it in minuscule numbers compared to the unvaccinated, uh-huh. that it's now a problem for everybody. So, And my concern is that people look at the vaccinated people getting COVID and they will go, well, why should I bother get, getting vaccinated if I'm going right, to get it, it doesn't, anyway? it doesn't work. A uh, vaccine yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, clearly. exactly. To them, to yeah. them. And that's one of my concerns. And I feel like... They're going to spin this however the hell they want to spin it. Obviously, Tucker is spinning his own yarns about this, making up his own lies about what is actually happening with the science and with the vaccine and so on. But they're taking this and they're going to turn whatever information, new information comes out, new statistics come out. They're going to take that and they're going to turn it into whatever they want, whatever suits their agenda on this network. And I can't figure out what the fuck the agenda is. Hurry up and hurry up and die, audience. I guess that's the agenda. Well, (laughs) you know, it's been it's been interesting. Interesting because last night uh, Sean Hannity came out very strongly for getting vaccinated. Interesting, and uh, it's been interesting on social media today watching the speculation uh, as to what this means. Uh, some people think uh, the legal department has stepped in and mm. said, "Hey, we're we've been threatened with lawsuits, yeah, uh, holding us responsible for the deaths of people for." Uh, preaching this misinformation, uh, maybe it's time to turn that around. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have said maybe Fox News has realized, as you just said, that they're killing their own viewers. I liked uh, Kimberly's. You, you may remember Kimberly from the other room of the house. <laughs> yes, I uh, she, I, I, I like what Kimberly posted today when she said, and this is true because Hannity uh, was previously anti-vaccine mm-hmm. uh, for covid and uh, now he's reversed his p- position. Uh, Kimberly pointed this out, uh, not just for him, but for the entire network, which is telling its audience, don't get vaccinated, get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated, get vaccinated, don't no. get vaccinated. They're saying uh, they're, they're covering their ass and saying yeah. uh, just making sure that they've made everybody either unhappy or happy. <laughs> right. Uh, and and uh, so it's really hard to say, but they, they've been huge contributors to this and should be held responsible for their role in, in all of this. Uh, yeah. The, the, we, we know that the vaccine has saved, what, nearly 300,000 lives mm-hmm. so far? Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, 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 but we continue, we also know that uh, so many, what is it, 608,000 Americans now have died of it. Another 8,000 uh, just since since we rolled over six, yeah, uh, 600. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so, you know, this is, I, I just don't. I see things getting worse, not better. That's not usually me, yeah. but I'm just looking. I'm looking at these numbers, and I'm seeing, you know, the percentages of increase. And I'm again the situation in Florida. I mean, you folks do what you want, but I live in a state that has five percent of the population and twenty percent of the new cases. I'm not going out. That's I'm gonna, right. I mean, I, I'm going to be very, very careful going forward. Yeah, and you, oh God, and you, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it as much as anybody. Mm-hmm. I hate it as much as the anti-maskers do. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I can't do it anymore. I want to get out, and 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 yet, you know. And I was telling Bob yesterday as I was whining to him, I was a good little soldier through that first round, and me too. I was as hopeful as the rest of us when it appeared that we were out of it or on our way out of it. Me too. Uh, I've seen it posted also that if we had kept up the same vaccination rate uh, that we had in the spring, if we'd kept it up through the summer, we'd be we'd have herd immunity now. Yeah, it would yeah. it would have been over now. 
except for these people. And I I think my thing mainly comes down to I don't want to be caught with my pants down. And I I almost added again in there, but there is no again because I didn't get caught with my pants down last time. I didn't get it last time. I wasn't being I wasn't being a shirker last time. We were all taking the necessary precautions, of course. But the thing is, is that we need to be prepared for what's going to come down the pike. And I feel like getting a jump on this. And plus, you know, there's just the added the added aspect, the principle of it, that uh-huh. we've spent all this time doing the right thing and yes. to suddenly yes. get it at this it's, point, we, when we've been through the masking, we've been through the isolating oh, in place, oh. we've been through the vaccinations, we've been through coming up on these variants here, we've survived a couple of the variants Man. already, and then suddenly to get it now would be such oh. a pisser. Never mind getting it, just having to shut our lives down again yeah. because of these a-holes. That's, right, right. that's angering, that's just angering yeah yeah and i just i cannot live with the idea i'll be able to live with the fact that i will get it but i cannot live with the fact that i could potentially give it to someone else i could give it to kimberly in the office across the hall yeah yeah absolutely and by the way immune system is a factor but when it comes to this particular virus it really isn't It, it is a factor in your overall health and the strength Mm. of of your overall system but your immune system has never at least until you got the vaccine Mm. your immune system had never seen the likes of this virus before it's been around your body had just never seen it before yeah the vaccine introduced uh protein into your body uh it doesn't change dna it uh, for what is it like 47 like six weeks it attaches itself mm. to your dna and teaches it yeah. how to fight the that virus and then that knowledge remains mm-hmm. in the dna's memory and so you're you're protected in that way uh but but you, you can't for those who still rely on oh my immune system is very strong if you're not vaccinated, your body has never been introduced to this uh, particular virus That's before. Right. And so I don't care how strong your immune system may be, that may mean nothing to a body that has never met this virus or the likes of it before. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because while I was saying earlier that I have a robust immune system, that wasn't to say that I'm immune I know. from this. I know. Just to say that maybe, chances are I might get a more mild version of it, I guess. That's what I was kind of thinking. But, you know, it doesn't even matter, because the point, the ultimate point was, it's those long-term side effects that we still I need know. to be deeply concerned yeah. about, because we have no idea what's well, around the corner, what's coming down Main Street. I mean, we, we have an idea, but we haven't had a true long term yet. But yeah. it's been around just long enough for us to know that it can do a permanent mental damage. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I told you some frightening sort of psychotic stories, yeah. uh, psychotic episodes that people had uh, after uh, and even in cases of no symptoms mm-hmm. of, of COVID-19. Uh, and it's it's frightening. It's 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 driven a number of people mad. Other people, it's uh, damaged or stopped their hearts. In other people, it's uh, done lung damage. So we we have an idea of what sort of uh, damage. And like I said, those heart, brain, and lungs, man, it doesn't get any more important than those when it comes to organs in your body. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a very very scary disease. Uh, Delta variant does the same thing. It's just better at it. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to say this, uh, but I will say it anyway. There's nothing that's more frightening to me. There's no form of death that is more terrifying than suffocating to death. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what happened. The people who have died from COVID, yeah. that's what happened to them. 
They suffocated yeah. to death. They were basically smothered in their own fluids. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it means to die from COVID. Obviously, some people probably died from other reasons exacerbated by the fact that they were being suffocated to death. So there's uh, lots of things that... And most uh, of the, a lot of the people dying now are 40 years old or younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is no longer an old person's disease. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're starting to see it turn up more in children. Again, children are very strong. And uh, their bodies are at a stage uh, where that's their job is to collect collect viruses and learn to fight them. And yeah. so they, they have a much better survival uh, and uh, handle it much better. But uh, still, do we really want to infect the kids and, and have them take it on? And, you know, schools are opening up and the CDC says no mask. Thankfully, the American Pediatric Association, I believe, came out yesterday and said, no, everybody should be wearing masks. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me at all if schools shut down again this year. And yeah. when I think about the education devastation of last year, uh, to, to have another year like that, uh, America's economy and industry would never recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on top of everything else, if you are unvaccinated and you can get a vaccination and you haven't gotten one, uh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. for, I'm, for, I'm for done me. with those people. And, and I here's, put a and here's, Right. Well, here's, the, and here's why I'm saying it, Buzz is because I am almost as sick of talking about it as I am of the actual existence of the Just pandemic. like Trump. Yeah. Just like Trump. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, I'm just like Trump. I, I put a sign, I, I, I think I told you, I put a sign on my door yesterday that said, uh, uh, no entry without mask if yeah. unvaccinated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm done with these people. I yeah. am just and that's for contractors. That's for my mm. neighbors. That's for everybody. It's uh, I'm I'm done with these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just I'm so sick of talking about COVID and the precautions and what's next and the variants and the vaccinations versus unvaccinated, mm-hmm. the masks, the rules, and all the rest of it. I'm right. so goddamn sick and tired of it. I know. And and what burns me up more than anything else is the fact that we could have been done with this a year ago a year ago right about now if donald trump had done the right things we here in the united states could have been finished done through no more COVID. done with it back to normal lives in some degree or form but no (laughs) and here we are a year and a half into it and we're still talking about it as if it's still march april may of 2020 at least democracy at least democracy's safe (laughs) well there's there's that too. There's, All right. There's that. <laughs> well, we're going to uh, talk about more things. I'm, where's that, the, where's my where's my fun jingle? Cuz that's what I am <laughs> today. I'm I'm just fun. Yes, indeed. Holy shit. Well, we got to talk about Tokyo here in in just a second too. But, you know, if you ever catch yourself thinking uh, when looking in the mirror, I wish my under eye bags would just go away. You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women until now. Introducing the new GenuCell serum with plant stem cell technology from the folks at Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote, quote, I've been using GenuCell for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared, and they haven't come back. I love the product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids, unquote. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. They guarantee it. Order now and get 50% off all GenuCell packages for the summer. Go to lovegenucell.com slash Stephanie. That's lovegenucell, that's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Link in the description, lovegenucell.com slash Stephanie. 
Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. name of the band, not the singer, Luna Blue. The song is called O'Tools. This is from their Scratch Tracks and Rough Cuts album, lunablueband.com to support Luna Blue. That's B-L-U, no E at the end. Leave off the last E for excellent. Okay, bobseska.com slash music to submit your stuff to the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel I feel badly. I feel badly because I'm usually the Fozzie Bear to your Kermit, and I, mm. I I feel like I've let you down today. In that no, regard. you have not let me oh, down. Don't oh, be ridiculous. And I, and I have say something here. I have. Yeah. I was I was out to dinner, and it was safe. There were oh we were good, like the yeah. only people yeah. in the restaurant, and uh, I just outside the restaurant, I noticed uh, on uh, I, I sort of taped onto a window of a neighboring business. Yeah was a little sticker about the size of a postage stamp mm. that says infowars.com. Ah! And so they've got this subversive <laughs> little ad campaign where their their minions are going around putting these little tiny stickers in places they hope people will see them. Yeah. I have re- I have removed it and uh, I have it on my computer here. I'm send- I'm going to send it to you. Buzz Burbank, why are you trying to cancel Infowars.com right. by taking that sticker off that building? That's right, a hole. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah, well, dude, that's a good policy. You see an Infowars sticker, rip that fucker right Remove off. Remove it. Yeah, Remove it, yeah. and then use hand sanitizer because you know they haven't been vaccinated. <laughs> That's exactly right. Make sure to be yeah. careful of the COVID that's on the InfoWars sticker. Absolutely. Well, you know, talking about COVID, we really got in some dark territory there, but I want to add something. Yeah. And this is something I mentioned uh, to you via text message. I said it to John Fugelsang on his show last week, which is that wow. there is lots of reason for hope in this country. And- Listen to you. Listen, <laughs> you know what? I'd like to think I had something to do with this. <laughs> But no, I, don't know. I, I mean, but but share with us as you did with me because you made me feel better yesterday. Uh, in spite of the numbers, yeah. but 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 yeah, please do this for everybody. Well, on one hand, I'm this guy. Stop the hammering. Right, that's me right. staring at the news every day. It just got, stop yeah. the hammering. I can't help but to quote Lawrence O'Donnell every goddamn day. Every time I go to Twitter, it's like every tweet that comes down, like oh holy shit. Stop the hammering. But you know, here's the thing. On the other hand, I do see things like this, and we've all seen this kind of a story come down, certainly over the past year, but if not the past four years, four or five years, is uh, sort of the thing that Rachel Maddow talks about quite a bit. She'll always do a segment, maybe once every couple of weeks, featuring some activist group that you never hear about on Twitter, and they're out there, and they're doing incredible 
work. They are. And they are. that's the thing to give us all a little bit of hope here because there are good people doing really, really great work out there. There are yeah. a lot of and a lot of groups and a lot of people, a lot of individuals and individuals. There are good people out there. <laughs> yeah. This world is filled mostly with good people and yeah. by mostly i mean perhaps the slim majority but still mm-hmm. uh, uh the majority of people out there i think are are good and uh, a lot of them are are as you just said doing good and we yeah. have we still have the sunrises we still have our friends and family the people we love that we're close to uh, and and there's no reason, certainly, if they're safe and you're safe, that we can't all still be together and do things together. And uh, there is joy to be had. It's always not lost. Uh, I it just it's a it's a it it feels hopeless. And I think I was expressing some hopelessness to uh, Bob yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but he pointed this out, and I, I think it's absolutely true. Well, and I live with someone whose nickname is. <laughs> His nickname given to her by her own mother is the crack of doom. (laughs) So, look, I understand hopelessness because, uh, you know, I've been there. Kimberly's been there. You've been there, Buzz. And Uh we know this feeling. But at the same time, I think sometimes we get uh, wrapped up into our social media worlds where we're constantly seeing all of the shitty things all the time. And I think that becomes the prism through which we're experiencing Uh our, uh, our nation. That that's true. That's true. And again, I, I would say, look to the people you love, and uh, the the look at the good that's being done. But uh, like where I'm coming from isn't necessarily social media fuel. I don't think. I think yeah. my concern about COVID is based on the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my concern about climate change is based on the numbers. Yeah. Uh, and 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 uh, real world events. Uh, my concern about democracy is well documented in video. Yeah. Uh, so these are not things that I you know, uh, picked up on social media and, and, uh, these are, these are, these are realities that, and we, we have like, uh, I was telling Bob yesterday, kind of four walls closing in on us at once, uh, climate, uh, democ- uh, fascism, uh, uh, the, the pandemic and, uh, and gun violence, which continues violence in general. Yeah. Um, but, but particularly gun violence. So we have, we have these monumental things to deal with and it, it really feels like it, it felt like to me yesterday that they were all closing in at once. Yeah, of course. And, and uh, uh, Bob is saying, and he's right, uh, the way to push back all of those walls is with the love that you have for other people and that they have for others and, and that it shows in uh, some of the very, very, very good works that are being mm-hmm. done out there. Yeah, and I still believe in the pendulum theory. You know, and I think I it's so. been yeah. it's been very easy, especially over the past five years. And I've been there too, where I feel like, oh shit, the pendulum is stuck. The pendulum mm. is stuck yes. all the way over here yes. in this. That's ridiculous- what I worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's just yeah. stuck in Trumpism territory, and it's never going to swing back. Well, but- I feel closer to Kimberly now that I've shared that level of darkness. <laughs> yes, uh, well. uh, the two of you together, the cracks o doom. Well, and I'm not usually like that, but had we been together yesterday, uh, you know, nobody would want to have anything to do with us. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. We could have had a party. We could have had a pity party, a, a big giant, oh, shit, we're all fucked party. Yeah, there probably would have been Kool-Aid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, so adding insults into injury here, uh, it looks like oh, good. there's a possibility 
that the Tokyo Olympics might be canceled. Uh, I know. The wow. or- organizing I it committee be. chief. I hope yeah. it is. Toshiro Muto, who's the organizing committee chief, won't rule out the possibility of having to cancel the games altogether. Thank you. Because of the COVID. COVID cases right. have continued to rise in Tokyo and at the games. In the last 24 hours, 10 more cases of COVID-19 have been reported at the games, bringing the total number of infections to 68 since July 1st when athletes and officials began arriving. These are elite athletes getting this. And that's, I mean, I'm not saying all of them. Over, but, over two dozen coaches, athletes, yeah. and officials at yeah. uh, in, in the village have, have Thank been you. tested positive. And that was at last report. Yeah. Probably more yeah. now. This is going to be something really, really dark. I think they need to have some sort of Olympics because maybe well, postponing last year was like, well, okay. But this year, I think this I, could set off a chain reaction of just, oh, shit, this is going to get really, I, really dark. I see a lot of things about the Olympics I don't like. I yeah. don't like the fact that it's an NBC franchise. I don't yeah. like the I don't like the sport the corporate sponsorship. I don't like the uh, uh, hypocritical uniform rules uh, for athletes. Uh, There's a lot I don't like about the Olympics. I've seen a number of people, uh, a number of people on social media this year uh, calling it, let's just end it. Let's just, you know what, let's just stop it. Uh, I, I, you know... I don't disagree with that. I certainly don't think they should hold it this year. I, I don't know about the future. Mm. Maybe future Olympics should be like the original, where it's just nude men. <laughs> and uh, you know, and let's just take it back to square one and start fresh because it's just, you know, I know Toyota won't want to sponsor that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that that would be a great thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, nude except for the masks. <laughs> yes, masks, right. right. Just those blue masks and yeah, nothing else. I don't think that they're going to cancel it. But, you know, again, my heart goes out to some of the athletes who have a very narrow window. Oh, I know. They work so hard. They, they work actually, so hard. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's – and I think about going back to the pandemic, if I may, for a moment. Mm. I, I was looking forward to my 50th high school reunion. I've never gone to a high school reunion in my entire life. Not mine, not anybody's. Yeah. I have no idea how these things work. But the 50th is coming up, and I'm retired, so I am – free to go i won't i'm not tied down to working mm. and i at my dad's funeral uh, uh some old old friends from many years ago showed up surprised the hell out of me and it was so good to see them and i'm so looking forward to seeing them again and talking to them again and because of the pandemic i don't know if i can go back yeah you know and and i feel badly and then i think about well what am i whining about kids of a lot of kids have been cheated out of a year of school and they may get cheated out of yet another and they have people missed graduations and all that so you know i maybe my complaint is not so big but still i'm pissed off the same with these athletes who have prepared so long and so hard uh and and you know it's very isolationist i suppose but maybe just a u.s olympics for for those American athletes who've worked so hard. There are some athletes who are professional athletes and they're making a fine right. living doing their whatever their chosen sport in some other venue. But at the same time, you got a lot of amateur athletes who have been doing this since they were teeny tiny children. And the sacrifice and the training and the dieting and the lack of social life and so on, 
that builds up. Oh, and also stack on top of that, having to work uh, an outside job so you can support your athleticism to and, support and, your and and if you're a woman, possible sexual molestation, mm-hmm. at least in the past. Yeah, yeah. So there's all of these things. Plus, yeah, on top of it, the guys who are you know making the sacrifice by using performance enhancing drugs, which. You know, there is, you know, it's hard to have sympathy for the cheaters, but at the same time, they're taking a huge risk in preparation for this event. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly to have the uh, rug ripped out from under them might not be the, the best thing in the world. And of course, it was last year and it is this year. And once again, if something happens with this year's uh, Summer Olympics, which are technically right. last year's Summer Olympics, they're still calling it Tokyo 2020. Uh, when that happens, or if it happens, the people to blame are the unvaccinated people. That's the problem. That's the yep. centerpiece of all of this. And and, and the U.S. Yeah. did not require its athletes to be vaccinated. Many of them are. Yeah. Uh, but the U.S. did not really said, no, go ahead, go to Tokyo. You don't need a shot. We're not going to make you get a shot. Right, right. Uh, and some of the athletes didn't want to get a shot because it would make them, they they were just certain it would make them tired for a day or two. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, I you know, maybe I'm unusual. I had no side effects from either shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Not tired, not, you know, I had. Uh, like I said, a tiny sore spot on my arm that I didn't think about unless I touched it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and other than that, you know, and, and so uh, these are supposedly well-trained, tough athletes who said, ah, "I didn't want to be tired for a day." <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just I have no patience for that anymore. Well, they were also Tour de France riders this year who didn't get vaccinated because right. they're, oh, we're elite athletes and we don't know what this vaccine is going to do to our athleticism, yeah. and, our form, etc. And I know I have us back on the pandemic again, but just had that outdoor music festival uh, about two, three weeks ago in Denmark, I think it was, yeah, uh, and a thousand people uh, and growing have tested positive from that oh, outdoor God. festival. People were close together, and obviously many of them were not vaccinated. Ah, shit. It's never going to end. And it's, you know, Fox News at the centerpiece of all of this, and I have no idea what the solution is, the fact that Fox News is pumping so much disinformation out there. And it's not just Fox News. We usually mention Fox News as being the centerpiece, but when I say Fox News, I mean Fox News and all of its various copycats. OAN. OAN, Newsmax. And then we always overlook the power, the might of the AM radio dial and Mm -hmm. the of programming that happens there around the clock every day of the week every month of the year constantly bombarding people not just while they're actively listening but a lot of people older people will turn on that overnight show that whatever the horrible right wing overnight Mm -hmm. show is they'll turn that on and have that on while they're sleeping so Uh they're absorbing this horse shit while they're asleep too it's true. It's, I've yeah. seen it happen. I've mm-hmm. seen it happen. Yeah. Do yeah. not overlook the influence of AM talk radio. That has been uh, patient zero and all of this, me. and it continues I, to be. I, yeah. It surprises me, first of all, that AM radio has survived when FM is barely surviving, <laughs> in, in, you know, from all appearances. Yeah. Uh, and I would also say that the, as you pointed out, the audience for AM radio is very old. Um, you know, don't you go dying on us. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know what they're going to do when that older audience dies off, yeah. which it's on its way to. Yeah, well, we keep making more old people. So that's that's the thing with aging. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, I didn't say you. I can, As I told you yesterday, I can still perform amazing feats of daring do. <laughs> so. Okay, back with more show right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business 
proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska. These guys always turn it up to 11. Mm-hmm. Flying Jacob. It's a cool yeah. song called Try from their Renew album. Yeah, again, this is uh, Flying Jacob, one of our faves here on the show. Flyingjacob.bandcamp.com. Yeah. That's nice. I like that a oh, lot. Amazing. Turn it up loud. Yeah. 11. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very um, nice. Very nice. Uh, by the way, uh, I was during the break. I was going to take a picture of this Infowars sticker and send it to you, but <laughs> I opened my phone and I saw a, a number of developments, including a white. This is from CNN. A White House official and a senior aide to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, both fully vaccinated, have tested positive for oh, COVID nineteen. So we have a White House official and an aide to Nancy Pelosi testing positive, even though they are fully vaccinated. Jesus. God damn it. Yeah. I know. And now we've shut down all the testing programs. We're shutting down the mass vaccination centers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the timing, uh, the way we're doing this, it couldn't be worse. It could yeah. not be yeah. worse. I'm, I'm appalled. Well, uh, that actually is a nice segue into what I was going to mention in the uh, previous segment, which is that um, I had a reply to Nate Silver. You know, I, those of you who have a history with this show, been listening to this show for the last 10 years or so, You know that I like Nate Silver. I I have admired Nate Silver's ability to uh, pump all the election numbers into an algorithm and come up with a forecast. And, you know, because I like math. I mean, I'm not good at math, which is why I also like Nate Silver, because he is good at math. But he tweeted out something today, and he's kind of been doing this throughout the pandemic. Little bits and pieces like this. Little bits of denialism and, oh, you people are overreacting. He did that today. Two hours ago, he tweeted, the every breakthrough infection is big news. News cycle is getting, he did every exclamation mark, breakthrough exclamation mark, infection exclamation mark, is big news exclamation mark. News cycle is getting pretty annoying and is probably going to give vaccinated people a lot of unnecessary anxiety about Delta uh-huh. while also providing kindling to the anti-vaxxers. That will do. The latter, I think. Yeah. But and, but the, the former, it should do. I mean, I think we should, like I said, uh, there's reason to be concerned. Well, he's basically saying that covering the breakthrough infections for vaccinated mm-hmm. people is making everyone panic and, and the, the press should stop doing it. That's well, his, that's his, that's his know, point. I, I, I don't know if it's making everyone 
panic, and I don't recommend a panic, but I recommend uh, certainly doing what I did, which is yeah. rethink all this and decide which direction I'm going to go moving forward. Uh, but what it, but I do think it it contributes, as you pointed out, uh, as an example earlier, that uh, it is giving fuel to anti-vaxxers saying, "Well, see, it it doesn't even work. It doesn't protect you against the virus," which it does, as we've already explained. Yeah. But uh, I I this is like what I was talking about last week, Bob, when I said uh, the newscast, the evening newscast, are leading with the one or two cases of illness that may result from a, a vaccination. And then doing the real story after that, yeah. Uh, and likewise, now, and I think Nate's right about this. They're they're leading with uh, vaccinated people getting infected, uh, and uh, still burying the lead uh, because they're going with this new sensationalism, which is uh, as with the uh, cases of people who reacted badly to the vaccine, uh, it blows it out of proportion. We're talking about a very very small percentage of people then. Uh, in terms of reacting to the vaccine, we're talking about a small percentage now in terms of people uh, getting uh, the Delta variant in spite of being vaccinated. And what we're doing and what I think Nate Silver's criticizing, and I, I would agree with him here, is we're amplifying those things when that's not the real story. The real story is that unvaccinated people are not going to the hospital uh, unvaccinated people are going to the hospital and dying and vaccinated people are not and, and that that to me is and and in growing numbers and and I, I i to me those those are the things that we should be focusing on so in that way i i think i agree with him well i feel like the coverage of the breakthrough infections um uh-huh. is important insofar as it is th- they're saying yeah and i i totally agree with your point that they should lead with the unvaccinated infections and then the vaccinated infections that should be the priority uh however i do think that there's something to be said for reporting on the vaccinated infections Uh, because what this does is this gives us a sense in terms of where we're headed with all of this i mean my concern and this is how i responded to nate silver i said some vaccinated people i said some Vaccinated people are concerned because we were hoping to get back to some degree of normal, but the anti-vaxxers are breeding new variants, including Delta, Lambda, Epsilon, etc., delaying normalcy until who knows when. That's the point of these reports and the anxiety. The anxiety is not necessarily, oh shit, I'm going to get it now. The anxiety is... And this is just coming from me. I don't know if this is anecdotal. I don't know if this is a trend. I don't know what. But the fact of the matter is coming from me. My anxiety stems from the fact that when I got vaccinated, when I got that second jab, I was like, okay, I can go back to some level of normal. I can go back to the gym. I can start doing some of the things that I was doing before the pandemic. And now I feel like that rug has been ripped out from under us. We don't have that sense of... Not victory, but some sense of, well, we're getting back to normal now. That's being taken away because the unvaccinated are producing these variants which are now infecting the vaccinated. To simplify it the way Nate Silver has is is a mistake. It doesn't necessarily define why vaccinated people are having a bit of anxiety over this stuff, over the Delta and the breakthroughs. (laughs) Typical of me, I agree with both of you. And 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 that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. Uh, because and I think what it says is the story's bigger. You know that there's uh, together the two of you told the whole story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, individually, he did not. And I feel like what he said here at the end, while also providing kindling to anti-vaxxers, anything you say, whatever uh-huh. we say right. about the COVID, one way or another, sure. or the vaccines or masks or whatever. 
they're going to use that as kindling to back up it's their true. I mean, they were going to have something. Yes, because yeah. they are being disingenuous. They are lying to themselves and to the people around them. They're lying to their audiences over what all of this means. And that I, and, and what Nate is saying is, well, this is just, the, and we should just accept that they're just going to make this shit up. And I refuse, I know that it's happening, but I refuse to accept that as being a legitimate talking point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make any uh, sense? I don't know. Yeah, it, it does. And speaking of that, and this may give some insight to those talking points, Yeah, I saw a fascinating clip of uh, Eric Swalwell, uh, California Congressman yes. Eric Swalwell, uh, talking to the fellows on the Midas Touch podcast. And uh, he uh, was saying to them, uh, he was emphasizing to them that it's an act. It's he compared it to the WWE. He said, if you ran into Matt Gates or Ted Cruz or any of these guys down at you know uh, mm-hmm. Pier 16, that that you would think, well, this is really a nice guy. He, he said uh, that he had a colleague that he's worked with on a number of issues. They've gone to dinner together. And the next day, the colleague was uh, bashing Eric Swalwell on Fox News. Eric passes him the next day on the Capitol steps, and uh, the guy goes, "Hey, I found another great place for us to go to dinner." <laughs> and 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 he, he said the same about uh, Ted Cruz. He said Ted Cruz came into the congressional bathroom and said, "Hey, you're doing this is during the impeachment." Uh, Ted Cruz came in and said to Eric Swalwell, "You're doing a great job out there." Because mm. because Ted Cruz thinks that Eric Swalwell is performing an act, just in the same way that Ted Cruz is performing an act, which yeah. is which he simply does, and and Swalwell used the metal chair over the head analogy uh, <laughs> to say that this is what their audience wants, and so they are giving their audience what it wants, and that's the motivation. They know perfectly well what they're doing. It's the WWE. It's an act, mm. and that is what's behind. Uh, disinformation about the election, disinformation about the virus, uh, uh, the disinformation about the vaccine and all that, uh, the climate, everything else. Yeah. It's, it's, they're performing a WWE act for the, and, and America loves the WWE. So yeah. it's, uh, they, uh, there is an audience for that sort of, uh, shock jock behavior well it makes it all worse doesn't it the fact that there's a lot of fakery going on here there's a lot of performance art happening and you know we've been talking about this for quite some time now uh years and years ago i remember keith olbermann remarking on his show about how sean hannity's full of shit that sean hannity doesn't believe half the crap that he's spewing every night we knew that we knew that about limbaugh and some of the broadcasters uh this is sort of the first we're hearing it uh, about uh, our elected leaders oh yeah yeah i mean so much performance so much horseshit i have no doubt in my mind that Ted Cruz has conservative values. I'm not doubting right. where he is on the ideological spectrum. What I doubt is the uh, bullshit, the extreme right. bullshit part. And he does too. Yeah, yeah. And he's so bad at it too. It yeah, makes it yeah. so obvious. Uh, Ted Cruz is just so oh. performance. He's like Mike Pence. You can just see by the way they're acting that some, it's all perform. They're bad actors. Is what some, would, some would argue that WWE performers are not great actors. But that is the true. audience and America eat it up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. You know what? Speaking of actors and shitty, shitty actors who've made quite a living uh, portraying themselves as something that they're not really, uh, Bill O'Reilly is now <laughs> engaging in cancel culture. The Republicans, especially the Red Hats, they love cancel culture. Don't pay any attention to what they were saying at CPAC. These people are engaged in cancel culture, probably more so than anyone on the left. 
Oh, absolutely. I can and name yeah, I can name half a dozen lawsuits right off the top of my head. Uh, Red Hat suing liberals because liberals were mean to them on the internet, right, Devin Nunes? Jesus. Well, now Ooh. Bill O'Reilly is threatening to sue, uh, I think, a Politico reporter yeah. who yeah, wrote yeah, about yeah. his uh, tour with uh, Donald Trump and their piss poor ticket sales. Right. Bill O'Reilly is trying to silence someone who reported on him, uh, and that is that is cancel he, culture. He, he it is indeed, and he won't succeed, thankfully. But uh, this is their mo. This is their mode of operation, and yeah. it always has been uh, to accuse you of the thing they are doing. That's right. Uh, I, I, they may have learned that from Hitler. I don't know where they learned it. <laughs> they but, learned it from Pee Wee Herman. It's the "I know you are, but what am I?" Gambit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, that that's. If we find out a fact about Republican behavior and we speak that fact publicly, mm -hmm. they turn around and accuse us of doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. When, in fact, that's not the case. Well, a spokesperson for the Bill O'Reilly Donald Trump tour bragged that they've already <laughs> sold $5 million in tickets, which is probably a lie. That's probably made up. It's inflated. Buzz, you right. know as well, back in the well, day, working in radio, how many morning guys went around and claimed that they had bigger ratings than they actually had? I would oh, say 99% yeah. of every morning show has had... And, uh, yeah. and sometimes their genitals, but uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying about me there, Mr. Burbank? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this is what they do: is yeah. uh, try to turn the tables. And uh, sadly, most of uh, a lot of America, too much of America, has still not seen through the act. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's easy to reach $5 million in ticket sales, by the way, given the price of the tickets. Well, most seats are priced between $100 and $300 to go and watch mm -hmm. the shit show. I wonder what they'll tell the IRS they took in. <laughs> That's a good that's, question. <laughs> that's the real proof right uh, there. $5. They're going to go with 5 that's They right. netted $5 in the whole $5. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, VIP meet and greet package goes for more than $8,500. $8,500 to meet and yeah, greet Bill O'Reilly, Donald Trump at, at a pre-show uh, event and a 45-minute well, reception. Trump's the big. Uh, let's not. Let's. If you really want to hurt O'Reilly's feelings, uh, Trump's the draw. Nobody, <laughs> nobody who buys a ticket to that is going to see Bill O'Reilly. They're going to see Donald Trump. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think what the entire event is is Bill O'Reilly interviewing Donald Trump. Probably. I think they just. Yeah, they just sit across from each other in little comfy chairs, and uh, Donald Trump does his little dick tent thing with his hands and. You know, Jesus, you know, he said the other day at, uh, I don't know, he was doing a rally or something like that, Donald Trump. Oh, no, it was at CPAC. <laughs> he said, he, he was talking about polls, and he uh -huh. said, if the poll is bad, I say it's fake. Right. If it's good, I say that's the most accurate poll perhaps ever. And all and the Red Hats got a big laugh out of that. Oh, yeah, and they love to operate that way. They're yeah. all for that. Yeah. So they're full of shit. Everything they say is full of shit. Oh God. Okay. Well, lots hey, more to still talk about. I, I didn't know we. Uh, I didn't think we were going to spend so much time talking about COVID, but it's important stuff. I think yeah. you know, the, the things that we're grappling with right now, Buzz. I think everybody is grappling with. You know how how seriously we, do we take the uh, variants? How what do we do now? What's next for all of this? Right. I think we answer some and, of those questions. And, and then there's that whole business of trying to save democracy. The struggle <laughs> continues. That's exactly right. Well, we're going to talk about uh, Joe Manchin here and the filibuster in just a second. Ah. Um, oh, yeah, and there's news on Donald Trump's uh, tax fraud scheme. 
We're going to get to that, too. And that's all going to happen on our postmortem show. No more show. If you're listening for free right now on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify. You're out of here. You're done. But you want to come back to our Patreon page and get the rest of the show because there's Uh more show to come. Another 20 minutes or so. We call it the postmortem show. All it costs is $5 a month and you get two postmortem shows after the uh, every week, one after the Tuesday show, one after the Thursday show. And uh, quite honestly, it's where the real fun happens. Uh, You know what I mean? FOMO, 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 FOMO. Don't don't have FOMO. uh, Help us get to that uh, Trump O'Reilly five million. That's really where we're headed. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> By the way, uh, just once again, another uh, uh, promotion for Thursday's show. And I know our Tuesday audience is. <laughs> no, don't don't worry. You can come back Thursday. Uh, Thursday, Mary Trump will be joining us. Uh, oh. Honorary third goth ninja will be joining us here in the show. Oh, that's great. That's so we're great. We're looking forward to that. The triumphant return of Mary Trump, our favoriteest Trump in the whole world. <laughs> I still can't believe it. I still can't believe she comes on our show. Just amazing stuff. Okay, take care, folks. See you on the Postmortem Show on our Patreon page, bobseskashow.com. Take care. Bye-bye.